0: SNAP production. Good morning sports fans and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan and this is your fast fun hit of sport for Thursday the 12th of October. Today the Sydney Swans get busy in the AFL trade period, the Australian Open set to bring the star power in 2024 and can the Aussies bounce back in the ODI World Cup. But first, <laughs> UFC featherweight champion Alex Volkanovski might just be the greatest Aussie athlete on the face of the planet right now. Alex it's finished, Chad Mendes, and with the immediacy vaults into featherweight title contention. Volkanovski has reigned supreme over the UFC's featherweight division since he claimed the title in 2019, and his only recent blemish in the octagon came when he moved up a weight class to take on Islam Makayev for the lightweight title in February this year. And the featherweights, you better f- watch out, because uh, you challenge yourself like this, it only makes you stronger. And he was right. He returned to the featherweight division and once again defended his title against Yair Rodriguez. But yesterday, Volkanovski not only made himself the most popular man in mixed martial arts, he also set himself up for another shot at UFC immortality. Is Charles Oliveira out of his fight with Islam and is Alex Volkanovski in? Yes, all of that is true. The Volkanovski crew, I mean him and Israel, these guys are just absolute studs, man. He jumps in and, and he accepts the fight. UFC boss Dana White announcing yesterday that the Aussie has come to the rescue of the UFC after accepting the challenge of a rematch with Islam Makaev after Makaev's intended opponent Charles Oliveira suffered an eye injury in training. This is how we do it brother, you know, one fight falls out and we, we end up making a fight that you know, it's one of the most anticipated rematches ever in that weight class, so fun. But the truly remarkable element to this story is the timing. Normally, a fighter would spend uh, 8 to 10 weeks preparing for a specific fight, but Volkanovski has accepted this fight on just 11 days' notice. That's insane! That's right, on the 22nd of October, Volkanovski has a shot at becoming just the 8th ever fighter to become a champ champ, i.e. a simultaneous champion in multiple divisions, when he fights Makaev for the lightweight title. That was the guttiest thing I've ever seen. Hey Australia, get ready because tennis is a coming. Not only champion of Australia for a 10th time, but he is the best player on the planet again. Tickets for next year's Australian Open are officially on sale and Tennis Australia boss Craig Tiley did his best to pump up the event and ticket sales by confirming the return of a couple of the sport's biggest names. Rafa Nadal, he'll be back. Great to have him back. Champion, who can forget 2022, the five sets against Medvedev. Uh, he loves playing Australia, the crowd love him, staff love him, everyone loves him. Yeah, having him back would be a great boost for the event. Tyler confirmed that Spanish superstar Rafael Nadal is set to make the trip down under, despite having sat on the sidelines for almost the entire of 2023 with a hip injury that required surgery. Nadal's presence brings much-needed star power to next year's Open, and the men's draw isn't the only one set for a big boost. Is the Open champion. She is the new world number one. Former women's world number one Naomi Osaka will return to the courts of Melbourne Park after giving birth to her first child in July this year. Osaka won't be the only new mum in the draw with Angelique Kerber and Caroline Wozniacki both set to mix motherhood and Grand Slam tennis in January next year. But there is one other name everybody is hoping to see in the main draw, including Tyler. And Nick Kyrgios, I think he'll be back to play as well. A lot depends, again, on how his rehab's going, but it's also accelerated and he's feeling good about it. And you've spoken to him and he's indicated he wants to come back. Yeah, I've spoken to Nick. I know he wants to play. Uh, he knows he wants to play. It's going to depend on, on his body. The showstopper, the drop shotter, the underarm serve flopper, Nick Kyrgios is looking to get himself right to compete at his home Grand Slam. And given Alex Volkanovsky is fighting on 11 days' notice, I reckon three months should be more than enough for Nick to get himself Grand Slam ready. The AFL trade period is heating up. And yesterday, it was peak air at the Sydney Swans. Having farewelled their iconic spearhead Buddy Franklin earlier this year, the Swans are preparing themselves for a tilt at the 2024 Premiership, landing not one but two big-name stars looking to find their forever home at a third club. Grundy's got to come back hard on this. Kelly did well to come off, but that's holding the ball. Brilliant tackle. By Brody Grundy The highly talented and highly paid ruckman Brody Grundy started life at the Pies before making a switch to the Demons last season and ultimately he couldn't find a spot for himself in their best side so now he's a Swan. Sydney gave up pick 46 and a future second round pick to the Demons who were probably just happy to clear some of Grundy's big paycheck off their salary cap. But Grundy's not the only ex-Collingwood player making the jump to the Harbor City. And Look at a second here. Runs to 45. Kicks to the in, get another. Adams gets his second. The heartbreak story of the 2023 grand final. Taylor Adams, who would have played if not for a hamstring injury, suffered during training ahead of the prelim final, has made the move to the Swans in search of more midfield minutes. Adams began his AFL life with the Sydney Swans' cross-town rivals, Greater Western Sydney. And after the Swans gave Collingwood pick 33 in this year's draft, Taylor is officially headed back to Harbour Town. was good to be back. North Melbourne also continue their busy trade period, landing a couple of highly talented outside runners in Sydney's Dylan Stevens and Carlton's Zach Fisher, who had fallen out of favour at the Swans and Blues respectively, but will walk into the Roos' best 22 in season 2024. <laughs> After a less-than-stellar ODI World Cup opener against India, Australia looks set to get a much-needed dose of white ball cricket power ahead of its second game against South Africa. Oh! Stoinis wow, moves is... into the 130. Shane. Wow, this is unbelievable batting. This is super stuff from Marcus Stoinis. Short-form specialist Marcus Stoinis is tipped to come into the Aussie lineup, having overcome a hamstring injury he suffered last month. With Stoinis bringing batting and bowling to the lineup, fellow all-rounder Cam Green is most likely the man to make way as Australia looks to bounce back with a win. Although their opponents couldn't be in better form. South Africa opened their World Cup campaign by scoring the biggest ever total in ODI World Cup history of 428 as Quinton de Kock, Rassi van der Dusen and Aidan Makram all recorded ODI centuries with Makram's the fastest ever made at the tournament. It was fast, incredibly fast. And with such batting power on display, the Aussie bowlers will have to be on from the outset. And to make matters worse for Australia, traditional cricket powerhouses New Zealand, India and Pakistan have all registered two wins from two matches so far, meaning Australia risk losing touch with the top four if they can't bounce back against South Africa tonight. And that is your Fast One sport for Thursday the 12th of October. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.